Hey teasers, welcome back to our podcast, A Dose of Tea. We're so happy that you guys are tuning in and listening. This is our third episode. Whoa, we're getting there. We are getting there, teasers, (laughs) and we have another set of episodes and topics that are going to come out, okay? Stay tuned, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Today's topic is going to be about red flags in a relationship, but we're putting our own twist onto it. You know, red flags, yellow flags, green flags, all All the flags. flags. We're talking about it. Okay. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hop into it. Right. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. So I feel like when people get into relationships, They don't understand that red flags are not just things that people physically do. Mm -mm. You know, they're also things that people say. Yeah. No. And I think with also what it being what they say, it has to do also with their mental capacity to stay in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like a red flag is also that person's mentality because how they think, if it doesn't match with how you think or even your aesthetic right it's kind of pointless to even try to make this relationship work or force it to work because at that point you're trying to build something meet at the same ground as that person and it usually doesn't work out because you're then trying to manipulate this person into doing what you want they're probably trying to do the same and you both are unhappy Mm -hmm. and that's a huge red flag but you know some people do that before we even get more in depth into the topic let's explain what we mean by you know red yellow green okay right so when you think about red flags is essentially like hell to the no like okay this is not it this is not it let's go you gotta you have to put a whole everything that has a stop stop. it's a period it's a whole period now that's question point when it's a yellow flag it's like you have to pause assess the situation maybe you're overreacting Mm -hmm. maybe you're overthinking Mm -hmm. or maybe it is actually what it is right you know they need to slow down but you need to slow down with whatever situation you're in or whatever um plan you're trying to move forward in right and then your green flag is basically boom go don't stop peter head don't slow down it's a fast and furious zoom that's the green light that's the green 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 light light. and that's what we all want that's what we're searching for the green light Mm -hmm. but we're going to talk about how you need to you know this yellow lights so i saw a post on twitter you know we all be on twitter Mm -hmm. now and then i saw this post and this person had posted it's disappointing how often I go a mile for people, mm-hmm. for the same people who would never move an inch for me. Mm. That's an, that is something that is the it's most common too. Yeah, you see a lot of people doing the. A extra. lot of people will bend back and forth for somebody who would not even blow a gas of air towards them. And it's sad because in this in this like generation, I hate to say it's in this generation, but like in this time, dating is so kind of messed up in its own little way. Mm-hmm. And we're all just trying to grab hold of the best person we can find. But unfortunately, we have a lot of crazies out there. Um, a lot of selfish people. Right. And the way they play the game, it's not fair to how it's like they're hurt and they're going out and they're hurting other people. And they might unconsciously do it because they mm-hmm. don't realize that they're hurt that mm-hmm. much. But it's changing the dating game because the more you have hurt people trying to go out and mm-hmm. mingle and want to be with people, but they're not healed from like past relationships. And that alone is a red flag. It's a red you flag. You coming into a relationship or not even a relationship, you coming into the dating scene with all this baggage, baggage that you oh. have not even unpacked. You need to go to You're baggage co- claim. I'm not- Baggage can go claim oh. to the le- to the left to the left. Sorry, <laughs> everything you own in a, 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 a. But the thing is, I'm like, it's okay that you're hurt. We all get yeah. hurt. It's okay. Your past relationship might have been tragic. Might have really, Definitely. really, you know, put a wound on your heart. Yeah. But you need to heal. 
Healing before you important. take all of that, all that anger, all that hurt, all that disappointment, betrayal, all of that into the another next, person. Right. Because that person is going to end up getting hurt by what you're doing or what you're saying. Because let's all be honest. Right. When we leave a relationship hurt, we change. Yeah. It might not be, I mean, we change. I don't, it might not be Some good, people, it might not be right, bad. Right. But there is a change that happens. Some people become a badass bitch. Some, some people, people just go into their own corner and it's like, I can't do this shit no more. Right. You know? And they break down. And it's hard to get out of that position. But I know what, you're, what you mean. It's, it's a 50-50 and everybody completely develops a different way, especially after a, tra- like a traumatizing mm-hmm. relationship. Like you said, they either grow or they, they And falter. they need to understand that there's a difference in you. Mm-hmm. You can't go about this new relationship that the same way you went about the last one. It's a new mentality you have and to have. And it's a whole different person. Maybe the person's going to do the same thing. Maybe. Or maybe not. But you going in there in that mentality that, oh, I'm hurt. Right. So I need to put up this wall, or wall of China around me. <laughs> right. It's like... You're not that's the red flag yeah you're not giving that person the benefit of the doubt but also i think another thing is if somebody is honest about some things that have um okay this is just a um an example mm-hmm. say you're talking to somebody but you realize that they triggered you in a way that you didn't realize was going to trigger you okay and in that circumstance this person may be healed okay the person you're talking to and they realize oh you know, maybe you're not healed completely or maybe you're still going through things from your past and you didn't even realize you were, but mm-hmm. what they said triggered you and you were like, hmm, maybe I do need to spend more time alone because I'm not in a position, I'm not in a place in my headspace, I guess, mm-hmm. to still move forward because if I'm still triggered by something you said, something must still be affecting me. So I have to go sit down and, but I noticed that some people get offended. Mm-hmm. When that person's like, oh, you know, I think I need to, like, back away. I need I to need spend space. time. Yeah. And that's when it gets too... It gets... One side can get overdramatic. Where the other person can be like, yeah, but we were talking and everything was great. But then, like, you got triggered and, like, mm-hmm. now... And it's like... It gets co- complicated, I think. I think in that circumstance, it gets really complicated. Because you could like that person a lot. But because you are still trying to heal or still trying to get yourself onto the right page for yourself. Mm-hmm. That person might see it as like, oh. Um, and I always tell people, you shouldn't wait for anybody. If you are dating somebody or if you are trying to talk to somebody, you have to respect that that person and you both have separate lives. You're individuals first. So if you do want to talk to somebody, you have to understand, they might be talking to other people too. But, and that's how it comes back to what you said, you got to be honest. You have to be honest. Because this, okay, this goes back to the, one of the last people I was talking to, okay? Okay. Uh, so I, I won't lie, I'm not going to be honest, I really like this guy, okay? I really did, because yeah. he, he, <laughs> he was, he was to me, he was honest, okay, mm-hmm. to a certain degree, mm-hmm. because we were just talking. We were not in a relationship right. that we needed to be all of that, you know. It was everything I basically wanted in a guy. I was getting, mm-hmm. but then I understood that he was hurt from past relationships, mm-hmm. and I understood that. And I'm like, it's okay for us to go slow. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to go slow too. But it got to a point where I was like, at this point, we're not even walking. <laughs> we're not. We're just we're looking. We're not like, doing this nothing. This is just too damn slow. It's a rock. That's you know? <laughs> so I spoke to him about it. He was like, he kept the same thing he kept saying was like, Oh, um, you know, I've just been hurt in the past. I just want to, you know, I'm like, I understand that I really do, mm-hmm. but it's been months. Okay. That you part. dated this girl two years ago. Oh, wow. It's, it was two years ago. That's when you, probably another topic. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's been months we've been talking. We're still at the same pace. It's either you don't want this to move faster. Right. Or you're just really, really hurt yeah in the sense of like stuck 
I, I see that as a stuck mentality. When mm-hmm. you're still, like, when you want to date, but, like, it's it's not really dating. It's You're stuck and you want to, like, get over something. Mm-hmm. And I usually see those people as the most, to- <laughs> the most toxic because in that position, you're... You're hurting not just yourself, but another person. Yeah, because and I, at a point, I started feeling like that was a red flag. That is a red you know? flag. And Definitely. I had to tell him, like, okay, I'm fine with you taking things slow. Mm-hmm. But it gets to a point where I'm like, you're too hurt. That part. It's like you need time for yourself. <laughs> you do. And that's okay. That it's is completely okay. okay. No one, I'm not rushing a relationship. And I don't want you to. I care too much about you for you to rush into whatever we're trying to build together. Obviously, you a hurt person. Go heal yourself. Please. So. You're better healed than you are damaged. End of story. We ended up going out separate ways because, you know. Didn't work out. It didn't work out. Just for a few months later, he's going around telling people, oh, I let a good one go. I'm like, I know it's not me you're pissed? talking about. It must have been that your two oh years my. ago girlfriend you're talking about. Right. Because throughout the whole time we were talking, or we were basically go because we were going on dates every weekend. Men can be petty. For months. Okay? Man, so you I'm heard like, that. <laughs> so I'm like, you're telling me this whole time that we were going as slow as snails. snails. <laughs> it didn't click to you that you wanted to actually speed it up. And then the moment I'm like, you going, this is going too slow, slow. for me. You know, because to me, it's showing that, okay, I'm not a priority. That part. You know? Not just and that. you're like, oh, I'm not doing things that I would usually do. Because when I am when I was, like, frequently, like, texting and doing stuff like that, it got the, my ex-girlfriend's mad. I'm not your ex-girlfriend. Oh, he started comparing his past with... Ugh. So I'm like, red that flag. was the biggest red flag. I was like, okay, the moment you say, oh, I'm going to change doing things as a basic necessity when you're talking to someone right. because of a past, you got to go. You've already, you've already mentalized that you're still thinking of, like anybody who goes into a, a new relationship thinking like, I have to make it different than the past. You're already starting off wrong. Because I'm, like, I'm like, okay, wait, naturally you should make it different because there's a reason why the well, past yeah. didn't work. But it shouldn't be the main goal in your mind the whole time because mm-hmm. you still don't know that person and you're you're holding too much on your shoulders because you're still thinking about the past. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that what you learn shouldn't be something that you take forward in your life. Like it's a lesson. Mm-hmm. But to hold that as a weight into the next relationship is like having such a high expectation now on what you want that relationship to be like. You don't want it to be anything. So now you're comparing and it's like, but you haven't even started the relationship with the person. You already comparing your past with this new person and the new person doesn't get any chance. They don't get to try. They don't get to, because you have in your mind that it has to be like this. This is the expectation. What I came from was crap. It can't be like that. So we got to change this, this and that. And it's like, wait, but you don't know me. So you're asking me to change things and Mm -hmm. I don't even know you. Like that's a whole red flag for me. Oh girl. Okay. So there's a little game I want us to play. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read out, um, quote statements, wordings, and you tell me a red flag, green flag, yellow flag. Okay. Mm Okay. The first one, your, um, significant other makes you feel sorry for them every time. Red flag. I'm that's sorry, the whole gaslight. That is a girl. That's a black flag. At this point. <laughs> or a white flag. I surrender. I'm gone. Why? Why would somebody want you to? That's like you. We don't do pity parties. Pity party. I understand if your partner or your spouse or your friend. But flipping the script every time. But Come I'm, on. Listen. Listen, hun, if you can't solve your problems, you better go start speaking to the Lord because I'm not the only one with you, hun. There's somebody else that's out here that can help you. <laughs> a therapist. We can go to a therapist together, hun, but no. Mm-mm, red flag. Next one. <laughs> lying about little things. Yellow flag. Oh, it's a yellow flag. It's a yellow flag. I like because I feel like it. some lies are necessary. Yeah. Because I lie. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is with lies, 
say it's like a special occasion or there's like a surprise party or there and there's a need to lie or make a white lie because you're trying to some lies are necessary. So it's fine, but but it depends. Yeah. You also have to think about how the other depends. person is gonna feel when they do find out the truth. Mm-hmm. Because there's some white know lies that know your partner. Yeah, I'm like there's some white lies that people will be like, oh, I'm doing it to protect the person. Yeah, but sometimes I don't True. need your protection. That part. I want you to be honest with me. That part. And see, that's when you need to know your the person yeah, you're you dating. Need to know. Because okay. at that point, it could go any kind of way. Red flag or yellow flag. <laughs> but that one's a yellow flag. Yeah, that's a yellow Next flag. one, they don't respect your boundaries. Oh, no. Red, 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 red. I see red. <laughs> I see red. Listen, Woo! that's a whole red flag. Only because if somebody doesn't respect your boundaries, why are you in that relationship to begin with? Um, I don't think it's being fair to yourself if you are in a relationship with somebody who doesn't respect. And it's okay if in the beginning you don't see it. We all get blind to it sometimes. But if you... What do you mean blind to it? You should know what the fuck your boundaries are. Some people are good at subtly, like, crossing over people's boundaries. And people will take it. And they won't notice that they're taking... And they'll be like, wait. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're you're doing me dirty you, you, in way. You ta- you ta- you you a little bit too close to conflict. So that's when you start seeing that they're crossing your boundaries. So yeah, that's definitely a red flag. Mm-hmm. If you don't know your own boundaries, then that person will definitely cross them. The next one, you fear that any fight could be your last. Ooh. Huh. Wait. The moment you fear I feel that like any fight could be your last. That's the biggest red flag. Girl. That's not even a red flag. That's a get out flag. <laughs> Girl, that's a whole shut the door, nail it. That's put a the coffin. That's a nope. That's a whole no. What you mean? No, sorry. That's a white flag. I surrender. I'm getting out. Interesting. Next one. They focus on your mistakes and ignore their own. Oh, that's ooh, another, that's ooh. like another example of gaslighting. That's a whole buy. Like you trying to make Boy, me bye. see my flaws, but forget the fact that you're also a snake. We're both snakes. How he gonna look at you, or how this person gonna look at you and not look at themselves? That's one thing I never liked in relationships when when there was uh, finger pointing and you were in a situation where you guys start blaming each other. Mm-hmm. That's a big red flag for any kind of relationship. If you notice that you start like pointing fingers at each other, you should already see that there's no responsibility. Both people don't want to take responsibility for nothing. So it's either that the relationship need to change or we need to sit down and have a mature conversation, conversation. about responsibility, the most basic thing, but it's necessary. I'm like, if I make a mistake and you keep pointing at mistakes that I make, that's not as fair. the person that I am, I will blow up on you. Oh, like, no, no, yeah. Who you talking to? Okay, God. Have you have you looked you in the wings? mirror? Right, you got wings. You can fly. Apparently, you got a halo above your head or something. Supreme. It's a supreme person at that point. <laughs> you just gotta bow down to them. Mm-hmm. Next fine. one, getting angry when you go out with your friends. Ooh, that's a that's giving like me that. anger issues. I yeah no I see the thing. Well, is it every time? If it's every time, mm, that's definitely a red flag. But if it's occasionally, I can see if the person is angry when they go out, but not like when we're about to go out. If we're about to go out and you're already pissed, it's like, don't go. You seem upset. But if we're trying to like help you and you're already outside and you're pissed or you one of those angry drunks, aggressive drunks. I can see. We need to put you in a bubble and... Angry drunk? I'm out. <laughs> she said I'm not That's gonna... a red flag. That's a fight. That's a fight waiting to happen. Literally. Yeah, there's some people that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see them being angry if you go out, but it is somewhat of a red flag. You kind of have to... Somewhat. You have to watch that person, you know? If you notice that they're always angry all the time. Personally, for me, if I was answering this question, because this could be general, but personally for me, I definitely don't like being around angry people. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. I'm too happy of a person to be angry. I mean, I can be angry, but mm, that side is it's a devilish side, and I don't like that side to come out. So, <laughs> Okay, what about if they never apologize for anything? Hmm. Mm. I'm sorry, that's a big... That person gonna have to go on a pirate ship. 
and some I chains <laughs> and let them throw them overboard I saw one with who, weights on the ankles. See, I saw who literally, mm -mm. I'm going to be honest, who literally tries not to say the word I'm sorry anytime anything happens. I know that's a red flag. Oh because you need to own up to what you've done. That's what we were talking about earlier about the Especially in relationships because that alone shows lack of communication, lack of consideration. And maturity. <laughs> like maturity to the finest degree. If you can't apologize for something or if you can't man up, woman up, whatever you want to call it at this point, about something that you did and notice, okay, sorry, I could have done this or, oh man, I apologize. I didn't realize that, you know? Or even giving credit where it's due, man, in relationships, it can go really sour because it's a it's a balance. You guys have to find harmony, a balance between you two. Yeah, that's a red flag. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so another one is saying I don't have any red flags. In a relationship. Who? Oh, girl, wait, I forgot. That's the question. That's the question. <laughs> I was going to say who? Impossible. <laughs> everyone has That question one. shouldn't exist. That one, everyone has at least one. At one? One. Girl, the minimum is not even one. <laughs> the, the amount of people... Who have become so self-righteous in this world. Which is not a problem. We have a lot of confidence in this world. We're all human. But the amount of people who are really in their own power. Even if it's false. They have a lot of red flags. Even people who are timid and shy. People who don't want to date. Da, 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 they have red flags. You know. They might not. You know. 100% you know, go by them or enforce them sometimes which they should but at the same time they have them and that's what i think is super important is that everybody has red flags they we're all just different what our red flags are mm -hmm. but there are some general ones so that's why we're going over these <laughs> another one is a guy talking down about his old girl Ooh! especially in front of you in front of anybody, I feel like the first time is a yellow flag. If I catch, and then if he <laughs> if I catch this man saying this to his parents, his brothers, his cousin, his baby mama, I don't care. If I catch a man speaking bad about a woman, it doesn't look good at all. It doesn't look good for you at all because at that point, I really and I I remember I used to have a lot of guy friends and being around them growing up, it was like. Whenever I was around them and I would hear them talk bad about women, for me, I did not feel comfortable as their friend sitting there listening to them talk about women in a particular way. Whether it was a bad relationship or what, there was lack of respect. And as a woman sitting there, I don't know these women who they're talking about, but I'm still going to fend for them and speak my piece because I'm also a woman. Okay? It's not to say that what happened in the situations of what happened between them you know wasn't bad or whatnot it was a situation I don't it doesn't have to be that deep but in order to get out of a certain circumstance you have to stop putting the blame on other people and if a guy is constantly bad mouthing a woman it it's like is this how you treat I always used to tell my guy friends is this how you treat your mother is this how you treat your sister is this how you treat a baby girl like if you do you treat all women like this? You have to ask them that question because at the end of the day, um, if that's how you treat a woman that you just left, that you apparently used to love or like or whatever you were lusting mm -hmm. over, I can only imagine what happens to all the other women that you don't like. So I don't know if I want to be around you as a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a red flag. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was an important one for me. <laughs> um, last one. Him saying, sometimes I want to fall in love and settle down, but it's scary to think about being committed to the wrong person every time you guys bring up commitment conversations. Ooh. Oh. 
Hmm. He's telling you something. You're the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me cough. I'm sorry. If every time yeah, you sorry. bring up, oh, the, you know, are we exclusive or Girl, let's up. get committed. And he up. tells you that mm. every time. Especially if he's not the one to bring it up. And you notice you're the one that keeps bringing up this this kind of commitment. <laughs> He's commitment happy issue. with what you guys have. He's right so situation. He doesn't forever. want it. He doesn't want more. He doesn't want less. He's he happy at that right moment. Right. He's in peace. That's all I can say. And he's trying to tell you, you're the wrong person, <laughs> girl. He's saying it loud and clear. And that's the in thing. In bold letters. If if you do attempt to have a conversation with the person you like. Um, or, or even dating or interested in, and you notice that when it comes to talking about commitment, they start to like run away out of the conversation or even avoid it or turn it around or ignore it or even change the topic of the conversation. You should already see that as, I wouldn't say necessarily a red flag, um, but see it as a, a yellow flag because at this point it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. If this person has constantly been doing this every time, I can see that as a red flag. But if this is like not as, and you can see this person might have like maybe commitment issues in their last relationship. I still kind of would see that as a red flag only because that person's still not healed. Um, and I wouldn't want to talk to them like that, but that person might have, um, really hard time wanting to commit, but they want to, and they don't know how to like voice their emotions. I've seen guys who are like, so like, I want to be with this person, but like, I, I don't know how to say, and I'm like, just say it. It's not that hard. And they'll, but it's hard for some men. It's really hard to express that emotion. And it's for me as a woman, most women, it's, we, we really don't like when men don't voice their opinions about how they feel because we feel we can't leave that behind. We feel. So when a guy doesn't want to express that, we're like, you have lack of emotion. You have nothing and to give. Like lack of communication because you need to talk to me. Yes. And, and, it, and things that we feel, that detachment. Because it's like, I feel like I'm the one putting all this work right. into the relationship. And you just taking, taking, taking from me. And they could feel so attached to you, but that's on their perspective. And you have to, that's when women get like, no, you're not seeing the full picture. You're sir. not understanding what I'm trying to say. You're not reading or listening <laughs> to the words coming out of my, my mouth. mouth. Sir, please. And, and that's when it gets complicated. So yeah, I definitely kind of see that as a... I see it more of a red flag considering Mm -hmm. you said every time if you're speaking to somebody and they keep changing the conversation or they just not in it girl take the l just Just walk away just walk away there's another w somewhere but you just you gotta (laughs) curve this one and go the other way to the left but the fact that you're saying every time that means it's happened more than twice girl that's what i'm saying (laughs) you still there that means you're fine with the arrangement both of you You have. must be if you keep... T- That's the thing, too. Some women are willing to wait on a guy because some guys are willing to wait on that girl. It's just they might be in circumstances where they're just trying to build separately. You, it's, that's different. Both of you building something separately and coming together, is like that's like growth. That is but true. But you waiting on a person when you're already in a relationship with a person, you're waiting for the person to grow basically mm. that's you falling in love with your potential that's true that's that's the, true. That's, that's one of the biggest stunt red flag people have that's true you i'm like we all have potentials to yeah. be great to be better than what we are at the moment but you need to realize that potential and reality are two, two different things completely different don't stories. fall in love with someone's <laughs> potential fall in love with what they are at the moment yeah what not what they you, could what be yeah. what they are yeah what they what they stand for too and i think that it's i hate to say it but we we dream a lot as humans we're so daydreamers yeah we like to see the future because we're all thinking of our future you know mm-hmm. we live in our present moment but like for how long we're thinking about what we're going to eat next you know we're thinking about where we're going to drive to what we're going to do at work who we're going to bump into like these are future thoughts and it's not a bad thing we're human we think and we project into our future but at the same time we can't get stuck there and i think what you're mentioning about the whole thinking about this person in the future and stuff and it might not 
mesh with who they are right now so you have to take that moment to pause and be like wait what are they offering me right now is it in line with how i'm thinking of the relationship and the same for that person too if they're thinking of you and this doing this and they see you in a wedding dress and they're listen sometimes you got to slow them down and be like wait a minute hold on because you see me here i'm here sir and i need to we need to get to this page um and that's fine having that open honest communication that open line it serves for a lot of things to be um like a lot of loose ends to be tied so yeah no no i think that's i think that's important so we've been talking about a lot of red flags and yellow flags but we haven't touched topics on the positive aspect of it Girl, green flags if there's any oh, oh let me stop I'm sorry. Come on. I'm sorry there are there are um Barely. to me the okay to me personally the biggest green flags that i love or i really really enjoy in a relationship is my partner's ability to anticipate hmm. you know that's a nice one because it's like damn <laughs> You can see it coming, don't you? you, you when they put mind. your when they put your keys by your bag, or when they put, or they they know that something's coming up, so they plan for that. They just they it's know. like they know. I love you. They get out. Oh, she said, "I love you." That's when the words be coming out, like oh. <sighs> Yeah, because at that point, it's not that that person can read your mind. It's that that person has understood you at a different level and you guys have spent enough time and communicated well with each other that there's now an unspoken line of communication where you guys can do things together and not necessarily always have to be up under each other or even close to each other and you guys understand each other's needs or even wants um i think that's one of the beautiful things about a relationship is when you're not together but you guys can still um build in a separate awning or separate world um but still having this foundation of we're still coming together it's still going towards the greater whole um but yeah that's definitely a green flag i like that because it feels like it's me and you mm-hmm. not me versus them you, you know, don't want a competition in a relationship that's especially with a man uh Again, same-sex relationships, even those, if you are in a same-sex relationship, it you don't want competition. Uh, you don't want to feel like you're competing against. When it becomes competition, there's lack of success because both of you are trying to be the best, the greatest, instead of being like, I want you to be your best. I want to be my best. We can both be our best, but we're going to try to do it together instead of, I'm going to be my best. I don't know what you're doing. But I'm about to get to the top. And you're looking at that person like, you better catch up, you know. And you're leaving them behind kind of thing. And it can go vice versa. They start doing something and they're leaving you behind. And then that's when it, you have this teeter, like, Tom and Jerry type of thing where you got cat chasing a mouse the whole time. And it works for some people. It but does. also doesn't work for some people. Because some people... For how long? That's the question. That your growth challenges them. Yeah. It's like, okay... My my babe, my my honey, my sweetheart Ooh, girl. <laughs> is um, the person's growing. Yeah, they're basically not on the same level as you anymore. Right. So you're going to be challenged to move, move with up. them. Of course, we got to grow together. If not, you're gonna to. be left behind. No, and that's the thing. Nobody really. Nobody but some to. people that. It makes them and they don't insecure. see that as a challenge. No. Yes, they see that as some kind of insecurity. They're like, oh, now that you're here, I'm less. Oh my God, that actually brings up a topic. Oh my God. Having, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Having a man, I want to say insecure, but they get insecure because the woman ends up making more money than them. Okay, so women being the breadwinner in the relationship. Right. I, Ooh, that, I, that's a hot topic. It's a huge, that is a hot topic because a lot of people, a lot of podcasts that keep coming out, like about women being strong and independent, and independent like they're like, you're basically the man in the relationship. No, we're not. No, we're just getting with... what we want. Exactly. We want to be successful. You know how long we it took women to get to rights and to get jobs and to get voting? Like, we've get... gone through so so much for so us now to be at the point in our lives. You see what I'm saying? And for us to 
Now you're not trying to build like it's how does that make any sense? Just I, because I make more money than you doesn't make you less of a man. It doesn't. It doesn't. And then they talk about this whole what do you bring to the table? I bring the fucking table <laughs> to the table. Okay. I built the whole table. Actually, and the screws. I'm telling it together. you, that is the biggest red flag when people ask you. Also, what do you bring to the table? That Excuse part. me. That part. You don't see me asking you, what do you bring to the table? I could have just said a baby at this point and just said my body. Like, even if I'm not the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. Okay, you might be the breadwinner. You might be the one who makes the money. You might be the one who does all this. But then again, like the Bible says, mm-hmm. behind every successful man is a woman. It's a woman. I'm the one who's, mm. when you come home from that tiresome work. Long work. I'm the one who helps Labor. you take your shoes off, right. gives you a warm food, makes sure you take a shower, and great, then gives you some uh, good, comfort. good at night. Ooh. Probably. Good, good. <laughs> okay. But we're the one who nurture. We take yes. care of you. Regardless of all of that. But the moment it's different, we're making the most money, it's a problem. And I think also... This is funny because I was in a, an Uber and this guy was actually mentioning the same topic. An older guy, mm-hmm. probably in his late 50s. And he was mentioning, he was like, oh, I've noticed that women are now working. And he was like, for me personally, I don't mind as an old school man having my wife work and she come home and we both have to split the chores because... She can't work now and just be a stay-at-home mom with all these extra things to do when she gets home. He was like, if anything, you know what I ended up doing is getting a maid. I got served because we can't handle it all on our, by ourselves. I'm like, I, me personally, I'm like growing up from where I grew up, mm-hmm. everything falls on the woman, honestly. Mm-hmm. It really does. It does. You know, but... I always knew that the moment I get married, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's very traditional. It's 50 too. 50. Yeah. You know, definitely. I don't like washing dishes. I can cook <laughs> from morning till <laughs> night. But when it comes to washing the dishes, <sighs> I don't want to do it. We need a dish made. So, never no, a dish made. Babe, we need a dish made. If we're together, I cook, you wash. Yeah, I can You see cook, that. you wash. Oh. <laughs> no, not you wash. She said you cook, you're washing. Don't say my name. But it's just like you know me. Yeah. And by the end of it, I feel like when you're in that kind of relationship, mm-hmm. it should be 50-50. You should both do the chores. You know, just not one person having all of all everything on their shoulders. The housely duties on How her or sense? him. Right. You know, because sometimes... The, the men are the stay-at-home dads. Yeah. And they have all of that on them. They have to clean, get the groceries, cook. Wash you know, the children, bathe them. That's too much for one person. Even though, yes, they're stay-at-home. But still, you do it sometimes to show that, okay, I do appreciate right. you. I do see what Take you're doing. Take the load off. You yeah. know, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. There has to be, again, balance. That word. Until your kids be. are old enough to do it and they do it. And that's why you want to teach them when they're three. As they start, actually, as soon as they start walking, is a great time to start. No, the teaching. moment they open their eyes, Ooh, they can see the world. Okay, so now I need you to see. This is the trash can. Just all right. Sure. No, you can Google Gaga yourself. <laughs> Put your toys away here. <laughs> Gigi Gagi. I, ima- I can. I imagine someone actually doing that. Like, no, of course. I That's military home. What Come on. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure it will start from like maybe the age of. Five or seven? No, no, five, no seven. Babies, but crawling. <laughs> they gonna have the baby. Cr- I've seen people train dogs to open doors and Look get dogs opening. That's why I've seen dogs get shoes. So babies you know? can do anything seen, at this point. We're I've human. Someone say, "Yo, skip it." <laughs> Go get me my phone from the room. And I'm wondering, how would the dog know? No, what a and the dog comes back with his thing in his phone. mouth. I'm right. Like, that must be a... a <laughs> he must brand in that dog or something. <laughs> like, trained. you trained it to the teeth. Next thing you know, it's going to fly. <laughs> Listen, I don't need that. I don't need that dog. But that's okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I definitely think that's something that's 
that should be discussed in a relationship. That's a big red flag. Yeah, it should definitely be discussed in a relationship because the, there's a lot of things that I think relationships have. Mm-hmm. And it's not fair to one or the other, but there should be equal balance. I mean, we could talk about balance all day with relationships, but that's just a, a basic necessity like we mentioned. Something that we need. So, so I said what well, my green flag was in the relationship was the one thing I want. What's yours? My green flag? Ooh, I feel like my green flag would have to be um, reciprocation, like being able to reciprocate what's What's going on in the relationship. One, if we're both, I'm going to be stable. I want you to be stable too. Mm -hmm. If we're both building security, I want to make sure that it's both on the same kind of wavelength. Even if we have different ideas and dreams Mm -hmm. of what we're trying to do, at least make it mesh if that, if that can work. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be reciprocity. I think is super important in a relationship, um, and you match that person's energy at the end of the day. Because if you can't do that, then for me personally, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. If I can't match your energy, I'm sorry. I'm bye. <laughs> so, what's your biggest red flag? My biggest red flag. Ooh, my biggest red flag. I feel like my biggest red flag is that person lying to me. I'm a very, I like to be very honest in my relationships. And that's one thing I usually tell everybody when I first get in a relationship with them is like, honesty is the best policy. I usually always say that to them. Honesty is the best policy. You don't want to lie to me because I, I will know. I'm just saying, I already knew I already before knew. you said it. I'm just waiting for you to tell me the truth. And that's the worst part is when you know, and you're waiting for that person to tell you at that point. No, I've tapped out of that kind of mentality. If that person's lying to me, I'm definitely going to call them out. Um, you know, with age, you, you grow and you you find new things that you're going to do. Um, but no, definitely that person lying. I feel like another one, honestly, I have a few red flags. (laughs) I ain't got just one, but it would be lying. And it would also be, um, not being, what is it? Uh, the not being healed, not being healed from their trauma. I think that's, that's horrible. I wouldn't want to be with somebody who's not healed. I understand, and it's not to say that this is a, that big of a red flag, but it is something that's super important, um, and it can come off as a red flag only because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if that person's still not healed, they might bring that into the relationship. I'm trying to start with them, super. and if we can't talk about it and it is bothering them that much, I really don't want to be a part of it. I really don't want to be a part of whatever we're trying to build because at that point, you have tried to mask it over with absolutely some, because some we're trying to build something for the future, but you keep talking about the past. We gotta live the past, and then the not past. wanting to hash it out or or fix it or go back and whatever you have to do for yourself. Even if I don't have to come with you and help you in your little past discovery of self, that's fine. But at least witnessing and going through it and having to, and it's good to have a partner that obviously understands your trauma. That's what. Some people do good with trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. I've seen relationships where trauma bonding actually works and they find a way to help each other grow because they've been through experiences together and they can talk about it and be real and honest and then move forward and elevate. I love seeing the elevation. Uh, I guess my biggest one would be, like I have two big okay. red flags. These are the, top two things that no matter how much I like you love you like no matter how strong my emotions are for you once you do these things Mm -hmm. I'm sorry one is lying to me yes (laughs) and disrespect Ooh, that's a big one that's it's like and things that I don't do second chances I don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm fine with people not giving me second chances because I don't do second chances. I see. You understand? It's reciprocated, yeah. Because my trust is very, very delicate. Right. And the moment is broken. It has to be respected. I don't... You have to respect the fact that once you break my trust, you can't get it back. I don't know what (laughs) you can do. (laughs) And you and people keep asking, oh, what Better can I do? Fly. I don't know what you can do unless you become Chris Evans. I was gonna say, <laughs> that, you gotta be Captain America, find his shield. I don't know something. what you or Barry Allen. I don't know Ooh! what you can do. <laughs> she said Barry Allen. See, those are the only two people. 
Listen, that I will. At that, point, that I will overlook all the red. All the red flags will turn to green before my eyes, like magic. Abracadabra. Ooh, okay. Literally, but I. It's like I don't know what I can do. Right. The one, just one little bit of disrespect, and yeah. it's over for me. Yeah, no, and I, that makes sense. Disrespect is a big one. I and think. lying too, because Oof. I'm a kind of person that once I notice or I feel like you're lying to me, I will confront you. It's important. And if I ask you, literally, I will tell you, look me in my eye. Like, literally, eye to eye. Tell me the truth. And if you lie again, oh, that's the worst. Part. At that point, there is nothing to fix. That's the worst. There's part. no, there's nothing for me to fix. There's nothing for you. There's nothing for us here because mm. I came to you right. with the little bit of trust I had left. That Tiny little, the that drop is the little, last drop in the cup. <laughs> I came to you, please, just do it, please. Just don't lie to God, me again. Just tell honest. me the truth. Just say, oh, it was. This and that. This happened. Right. I know I fucked up. Right. Just tell me the truth, but you're going to look me in my eye <laughs> and eye. basically tell me you a fool. <laughs> Literally. Tom told a fool. And you think a little, Bubba I'm sorry. Ooh. See, I'm sorry, but that <laughs> gets on my nerve. When oh. people... Make a mistake. Mm. I'm like, I understand people do make mistakes. Right. I get it. We're not perfect. We're human beings made up with scenes and, <laughs> and everything. Of, a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of shebang bangs. Right. But it kind of irks me when people think the phrase, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. is some kind of healing, magical word That's that automatically I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. it's fine. No. <laughs> I've seen that. To quote people and movies and books for the longest, if I'm sorry worked, there will be no law enforcement. There wouldn't. Oh! Seriously. There wouldn't. I'm like, you messed up. You made a mistake that you were conscious right. of. You knew that if you took this action, mm-hmm. it was going to hurt me. Right. It was going to ruin whatever what? was going on. You <laughs> knew that in your head, the back of your head, the front of your head, your middle of you knew it. And still. And you still made a conscious decision, decision. Oh. to do it, thinking that you can come back and say, Oh, babe, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Right. I just slipped and I fell. Right. On like, what? What are you supposed to fell into? <laughs> Girl, you know, the tea. I don't want to hear I'm sorry. No. I don't want to hear, oh, I can explain. I don't want to hear nothing. No. All I want to hear is my bank a lot. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just joking. I don't want to hear nothing. I really don't. Because at that moment, I'm just, it's already frustrating. Yeah, no. That you actually have to go up to that person and then actually and It's frustrating them. that I'm confronting you about it. And you're not even mature now. <laughs> yeah, the maturity or, is what it is. Yeah, so it's extremely aggravating. Definitely. And they always expect you to be considerate for them. Like mm. pity them or like feel bad. I'm like, I don't want to feel bad for what you're going through. Mm. You fucked up. Yes, I understand. Like, I don't want to understand it. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I understand. That's a fucking lie. I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. Yeah, and the, and You understand? The- I put time, effort, feelings, emotions. I put everything into this mm-hmm. just for you to mess it up and then come back with some, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, especially. I think people when they do say sorry, they have like certain expectations of how the conversation will go. I think deleting that altogether is important because when you are sorry for something and you your actions show. I don't want to like, like even even in friendships when like your best friend messes up, Mm -hmm. you know, or a close friend of yours messes up. Personally, I still don't want to hear I'm sorry. I want to see it. I want to see how sorry you are. Because you telling me I'm sorry is just lip service. Mm, 
she said lip service. Hello. But the, and it's and it's not even just that. And that goes into red flags in relationships when people give you lip service just to get with you. Literally. Oh, and I'm man. like, and you know it. That's that's a red flag. I, or you going back into a toxic relationship all just because of sweet words. I was going to say, I don't think most, and this goes for men and women, I don't think it's an easy thing for them to realize when somebody's sweet-talking them to get in their pants or to get in a relationship with them. And when somebody's actually genuinely trying to be a nice person, there are two different paths of what that person will do, say, and be, like how they will act. And some people can't distinguish the difference because it's probably the encountering of the same exact thing over and over and over. And it's like, you ask it, a lot of people, and I notice when they're in that circumstance and they see that they're going through the same thing, they're like, why does this always happen to me? Or why am I always in this type of relationship? Or why can't anybody, and it's like, what have you been not looking at? Is the question, what have you been ignoring that might be like ding, ding, ding in your face? And nine times out of ten, it's the red flag, which is something that happened in the past is happening again. You know, you don't want to have to do those cycles over and over and over again, because at that point, you go sit there and really look back at life and be like, I wasted time. I really wasted time. And it's like, yeah, because now you want to open your eyes and realize Oh, I should have been questioning how this ended. Um, oh, rose-colored glasses is the thing, too. When you have rose-colored glasses towards love, you know, when you're a hopeless romantic. And this is not to say anybody shouldn't feel like a hopeless romantic, but it's to a certain degree where you, you, you don't allow this person's um, flaws and their quirks to be ignored. Because those things should be looked at, too. Those flaws mm-hmm. and those quirks might also be things that might be red flags <laughs> for you personally. It might not have been for the last person they were with, but it might be for you. So you have to look at them. But, yeah, I think, like you mentioned, the first red flag, lies. I think a lot of people don't like, wouldn't want anybody to lie to them. I think that's a huge red flag. Um, but, yeah, those are some good red flags. I'm not going to lie. Nice. <laughs> You know, I'm always on point. <laughs> but, yeah. But we're talking about red, uh, I say red, rose-colored <laughs> rose glasses. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about blind love. Ooh. Oh, man. Blind love. Wow. Remember when you were about 15, 14 years old? I don't know. I never Ooh! had that. And you had so. that blind love, that no, playground, I never had sandbox. That. I never, had that. No, <laughs> I never had that, so don't put me in that lump hey of girl, coal. Can I get that shovel? Ooh, you oh can get whatever. God. <laughs> no. Blind love. But to today, people are still blind. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to do, too, with, you know. Toxicity. Not just toxicity, but what we went through in the everybody who's isolated, like we mentioned before, being in COVID, I mean, a lot of people got either like lustful or they like really just want to have, I, and I, I see it as lustful because I think a lot of people are just trying to have sex at this point. They've been locked up, chained down, put in a basement, in a box, in a car. It seems like people have been so isolated. They're like, oh, touch. Like when you touch their hand or you brush past them, they'd be like, oh, God. Right, it's like that, and it's so weird. But at the same time, you can tell a lot of people are craving intimacy, and that can be what can destroy their vision of what is actually blind love. They could be thinking they're falling in love, and it could just be lust at that point. You know, you just lusting because it was some good, good. You know, that good, good. Oh my Ah! god, it was the good, good. And you become stigmatized. Right, right. <laughs> Listen, this channel's for all ages, so we're going to try to keep it clean as much as possible. Yes. But hey, you know, it's some real topics. Um, but no, I, I definitely think with blind love, it's, a, it's an important thing to witness or even notice about yourself. What? And you also need to come to a realization that you are being blind. Right. Because sometimes... You can't, okay, if you want to be blind in love, that's somewhat acceptable during the honeymoon stage. 
Mm, it's somewhat. Okay. Somewhat. Okay, okay, somewhat acceptable. Because during the honeymoon stage, you're all lusting, loving, you know, cuddling. You're doing you your, your, you know, and everything. Right. But when two years, three years have passed, what are you being blind about? I'm confused. I'm genuinely confused. What are you being blind about? Yeah. Because it becomes real. <laughs> there was the story about the girl that I read. Oh. Um, and she and this guy hadn't been there for two years. Okay. Okay. But within those two years, they've had more downs than ups. Okay. You know, like he, a lot Obviously. of red flags, like, and things that when he gets mad, she says she walks around eggshells around him. Okay. You know, he downgrades her. Um, he talks about how she looks physically. Oh, no. You know. Everywhere. Flag on and the then finally, they get engaged. Oh. Okay. And then they had like a whole falling out. Hmm. Before then, their actual... Before marriage. the actual engagement party or whatever they wanted wow. to have. And then they end up being separated and she was heartbroken. Huh. And then now she's back with him. And they're back together. Oof, that's tough. That's tough because, like I said, that definitely strikes me as blind love, especially if there's so many red flags. Um, And it was leading up to an engagement. Again, the engagement not working... Could have been a multitude of things, mm-hmm. but being that there was constant conflict for two years mm-hmm. and nobody was ever really happy in the mm-hmm. relationship, I'm assuming with all of the the arguing it seems. Yeah, because I have found I found her story on Reddit, the app, and she was like, at a point, she had lost her job. Oh, you no. know, and she also lost a family member, oh, wow. and so, she, tough. you know, and she really needed that support from him. Mm, I see. And he really wasn't giving it to her. He wasn't there for her. I'm like, if I lose my job, okay, it's it's a job. You right. can always get another job. That's true. But you lose a family member, I feel like that's a loss. That's the kind of thing that you don't come back from. Mm-hmm. Especially when there was someone you needed mm-hmm. in your life and they weren't there. Right. Definitely. Oof. And that person is supposed to be your number one. Person mm-hmm. you, like the person is supposed to be your other half. Right, your go to. Especially if you guys are gonna get engaged. That means marriage was a thought process for both. And this person didn't want to be there for you when you were going through a lot. That, yeah, that, that strikes me as a red flag. Yeah, but she did, I mean, at the end of the story, she did end up getting married with the guy. Okay. I wanted updates because I want to see how I the marriage update. is going on now. Girl. Because I'm like, if this is how your relationship was, how is the, how's the, the marriage? marriage going to go? Girl, I need an update. Please, mm-hmm. slide us that Reddit. Uh, <laughs> But no, yeah, I think with blind love, everybody's like everybody's situation when it comes to love or relationships, we all know are different. So what we're saying here, it could apply, it could not apply, but necessary, <laughs> but necessarily, but technically we all kind of go through the same things. It's just in different ways. So I I think with blind love, as much as it is. Um, you needing to establish the boundaries and open your eyes. You can't be that blind. You can't be so love. I I honestly think blind love is lust. So if I <laughs> if I ever see somebody who's like so like overwhelmingly falling over head over heels, they don't know what to do. Like they're just there's too much in their brain going on. They're just like oh my god, love, love, love. I love this person. I. I'm in love, like, to the point where it almost takes over a lot of themselves, and they're starting to give too much of themselves to this person, that's when it's like, um, honey, let's slow down. Let's slow down and let's rethink, okay? Maybe we need to spend some time, let's spend a weekend not talking to this person. <laughs> Just 
a weekend. It's only about two days. And the weekend turns to a week. Then the week turns to a month. Right. And then the month turns to, you know what? Let's just not talk at all. <laughs> it, but giving that, I think blind love also is, is about giving that person space. If you are able to give a person enough space in a relationship, you can find out if that relationship will somewhat work for you both. Because if, if you guys can create a safe like distance. Yeah, and security within distance, then you guys can find like a middle ground to be like, okay, we can trust each other to at least be not talking to each other all the time. That's fine. And I don't think in any relationship you should be up their ass 24-7. You don't need to be up their ass 24-7, but you need to at least be updated. Right. I think there has to be healthy communication and you guys, you know, updating or whatever, that works for both people. Um... But yeah, I think blind love is lust. It's lust. And that's a wrap on A Dose of Tea. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Our next podcast is going to be out. Send us your stories. Send us anything you want us to talk about. Topics. And we shall give advice. Spill the tea. You know, give you a little dose of tea. Um, And also, if you want a shout out, please don't be shy. Email us. Stay tuned. Right, so the email is a dose of tea at yahoo.com, and we look forward to getting any of your requests. So, on that note, have a good one, you guys. Bye.